You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on KPL965.com. News Talk 96.5 KPL, Bro Bridge, Lafayette. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios online at MatthewJames.com. Such as Israel has said are dead in Gaza. A little over 100 others still believed alive, still held captive by Hamas. The Israeli Hostages and Missing Persons Families Forum headquarters says 73-year-old Gadi Haggai is dead. He was taken hostage with his wife, Judith, on October 7th while walking outside their home in kibbutz near Oz. Gadi is a dual U.S.-Israeli citizen, retired chef, and jazz musician. His wife, Judith, is originally from New York and a retired teacher. She is still believed to be in Hamas custody. As Fox's Jessica Rosenthal, President Biden is commuting the sentences of 11 nonviolent drug offenders. He says we're disproportionately too long. He's also taking action aimed at freeing anyone imprisoned for smoking or possessing marijuana. House Republicans demand the president take executive action to stop a new surge of illegal immigration. Fox's Bill Malusian seeing it up close in Lukeville, Arizona. Some brand new numbers. CBP sources telling me that we have had about 45,000 migrant encounters at our southern border just since Monday. That means we could essentially fill up Yankee Stadium in just four days. Hundreds of of illegal immigrants being processed by Border Patrol here underneath the port of entry after they crossed illegally, many of them being handed out Myler blankets because it's cold and it is very rainy out here. That's again, Mill Volusion in Arizona. Three days before Christmas, millions of Americans traveling most by car. Those who fly could see long lines. TSA reports there were 2.6 million passengers screened yesterday, the most since the Sunday after Thanksgiving when a record 2.9 million took flight. Fox's Alicia Cunha reports from Denver's airport. The most common thing that slows down the security lines is when someone has a prohibited item in their carry-on. If you are bringing gifts, put them in gift bags or boxes with tissue paper. Wrapped presents are allowed, but if your gift triggers their alarms, it's going to get unwrapped. America's listening to Fox News. Pete Acker Portrayal. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. In 10 minutes, I was covered and boom, family protected. Ethos fast and easy online term life insurance up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at checkethos.com. That's checkethos.com. Traveling for the holidays? Well, Pure Talk has you covered because they just added international roaming to over 30 countries. And here's the best part. There's no rate increase at all. Now, Pure Talk still saves the average family almost $1,000 a year with talk and text and data plans starting at just 20 bucks a month. Now, from your cell phone, just dial pound 250, say the keyword, save now, make the switch, and do it now. You'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, keyword, save now, and start saving. The Joe Cunningham Show has a new start time. That's right. Hey, everybody, it's me, Joe Cunningham, and I want you to join me every weekday at 5 p.m. here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. All of the news and analysis that's important to you right here in Acadiana, be it local, state, or national, going to have that for you during your evening drive every day from 5 to 6 p.m. The Joe Cunningham Show right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. The YMCA is just a starting line for the true self blooms only when we find our purpose, what makes us tick below the surface. Why is the before work hustle an after school home, a section of my block, a corner to call my own? With my why, I stand strong, seen and supported all along. It's a million faces in a mirror and everyone belongs. Find your why. 
Join today at ymca.org for a better us. Dino's Pizza Like No Other, family-owned and operated restaurant in the Acadiana area serving the highest quality pizza on their signature crispy cracker-like crust. Make Dino's Pizza a part of your family traditions. Two locations, Bertrand and Kali Saloon. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Boys and girls out there in Louisiana, it's Santa Claus. Welcome to the Santa Claus Show. Welcome into the Moon Griffon Show. Yep, we're right up on Christmas, folks. Uh, Today being Friday, December 22nd, Saturday the 23rd, Christmas Eve, Sunday, December 24th. It is upon us. So, Merry Christmas. And uh, happiest new year to everybody out there listening. Mark Pope in for Moon. Always a pleasure and an honor to be here with you. Now, okay, now you're going to get a Santa grab bag of sorts today. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, a wish upon a star. And I could do it. I mean, we can, we, we humans can do anything we set our mind to. But I wish I could do Two hours of happy talk. Nothing but happy talk. Well, you, you know, all the Christmas things, and we'll probably do history of Christmas, but we're going to do the usual Moon Griffon uh, talk show. And when I come in to substitute for Moon, I, I like to follow his lead. Of course, I've got my own thoughts, but it, it is a program that has a particular format, and I like to kind of uh, stick to that. So so there we have it. it. Again, it is a great time of year, the most wonderful time of year. In fact, so let us start with that. You know, Merry Christmas. I wish we could 365 days a year tell each other Merry Christmas, at least carry the spirit with us is what I'm trying to say. I really wish we had more of that because this is the time of year when uh, we are charitable and we are kind and we are considerate. And, you know, we need that throughout the year. And it's so easy to get caught up in the daily grind of life and what we talk about on this program the, the politics out there in the world, not just in our country. Lord knows we need some divine intervention here in the good old U.S. of A. No doubt about that. But, I mean, look, look around you. And I think I said this to, uh, you know, in discussions I've had. I might, may have said it earlier this week when I was in for Moon. And that is we are, even with our problems here in this great country, we still have the best country in the world. 
Now, we're, we're slowly getting off that path, slowly but surely. But still, we, we are, we're so fortunate. And, and I know there are the less fortunate out there in, the, in this uh, country. And, and again, that's what with this Christmas time of year, you see so much charity. You see so much kindness and, and considerate of our fellow humans. And, and again, I wish we could see it throughout the year. Here at the radio station where the Moon Griffon Show originates, uh, News Talk 96.5, KPL in Lafayette, we do projects for Christmas to help those in need in the community. And uh, three of the big areas that we focused on this year are Faith House, that is a center for a nonprofit organization in Lafayette that focuses on uh, domestic abuse. And it's, it, I'm telling you, hundreds, hundreds of gifts have poured in here. We also did a shoebox for seniors, you know, necessities, if you will. And, and shoot, you, you, the generosity of our listening audience here in Lafayette would absolutely blow your mind. We, we, we have, yes, shoeboxes, but Many times those shoe boxes contain shoes. And I mean nice shoes. And then there's a, a project here in Acadiana called Rosa's Angels. It's for children of, of families in need. And the gifts pour in from that or for that. So it's really, really heartwarming and yeah. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. We're going to keep coming back to that as we go through our usual uh, Moon Griffon show. <laughs> so let me, let me grab some papers. I think, I think, I think, I think. Yeah, I didn't organize my, uh, remember the Limbaugh stuff? My stack of stuff. I did not organize it well, but what what I was going to start with, so, you know, kind of my Christmas message, as it were, from a lay person, Cardinal Dolan is in New York. He is a cardinal, of course, in the Catholic Church, and he's he's very, very good. He's a, a... very spiritual man, but he's also he's also funny. He's got a good sense of humor and a good sense of humanity. And he gave a good message this morning. I only heard bits and pieces as I was running around getting ready. He he appears on Fox News on a regular basis. So yeah, he just he gave a very good message. And speaking of The Catholic Church. Let's go ahead and jump into our usual Moon Griffon show uh, political discussion. Pope Francis. Hmm. What do you think about the man? Head of the Catholic Church. I'm going to give you the the information, and then uh, you decide. Recently, Pope Francis approved, or I'm not sure the exact verb to get into, approved the blessing of same-sex couples. 
Now, there has been a, a firestorm of responses from people in the Catholic Church, traditionalists, that have said, no, 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 it goes <clears throat> totally against the covenants of the Catholic Church. And you're approving and blessing something which God condemns. That's a very short version of what I've heard some, some priests talking about here in the U.S. So let me read you a little brief article. And it, it, it's, look, it's thought-provoking. It really is. I'm going to read you one, two, three, four paragraphs. Don't like to read too much, but if I try to summarize it, I'll miss the words because this is a letter that Pope Francis put out. And I'm no huge fan of him. I, I think in my lifetime, the best Pope that we've seen, and I know our entire audience is not of the Catholic persuasion, and that's okay. We have a, a lot of uh, Baptists and Protestants listening in, but, uh, you know, Pope Francis and the Vatican has a lot of worldwide influence. So here we go. Dateline, and what that means is where does this originate from? Dateline, Vatican City. The Catholic Church, in pursuit of pastoral prudence, should discern if there are ways of giving blessings to homosexual persons that do not alter the Church's teaching on marriage, Pope Francis said. Writing in response to a dubia letter delivered to him by five cardinals seeking clarification on doc, uh, doctrinal questions, the Pope addressed issues surrounding the authority of the Synod, women's ordination, and blessing homosexual unions in a letter made public October 2nd. Didn't realize it went back that far. So marriage is an, is an exclusive. We have some quotes from uh, the Pope that come in later. Marriage is an exclusive, quote, exclusive, stable, and indissoluble Union between a man and woman, naturally open to conceiving children, wrote, wrote the Pope. Quote, for this reason, the church avoids all kinds of rites or sacramentals that could contradict this conviction and imply that it is recognizing as a marriage something that is not. Final paragraph here from the article. But pastoral charity is also necessary. And defense of the objective truth is not the only expression of that charity, which is also made up of kindness, patience, understanding, tenderness, encouragement, he said. For that reason, pastoral prudence must adequately discern if there are forms of blessing solicited by one or various persons that don't transmit a mistaken concept of marriage. So once again, I know it's a lot of words and, you know, the Pope, his first language is not English, although he's proficient in English. I'm not defending him here. I'm just reading this article and there is some truth in that. So what do you think? What are, what are your thoughts on this move by Pope Francis? Give us a call, 844-766-6607 as we prepare for our first break. That is the Matthew James Wealth Management Hotline. Once again, 844-766-6607. And we will hear from Santa Claus throughout the hour. Oh, 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 Merry Christmas, everybody. Stay tuned. We'll be back.
When you think about how you'll spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all mostly retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at MatthewJames.com. Dot com. You know, folks, the real estate market is, is people out there talking about it and they're saying it's up and down. They don't know what's going on. Let me just tell you, Nicole Spellman Group, they don't really pay attention to all that. What they pay attention to is your house, the details of selling your home. That separates them from everybody else, okay? They got to, people look at the market and worry about the market. They look at your house and say, how do I help sell your home? Now, that's professionalism. That's what professionals do. That's what people that have confidence in knowing what they're doing will work for you. You know, that's why the Nicole Spellman Group is the number one team serving the entire state of Louisiana. Nicole and the team, they sell hundreds of homes a year. Yet, when you list with Nicole, you feel like you're the only client. Think about that. They take you as the most important client. Everybody to them is the most important client. That's big. That's professional. If I was going to sell my home today, the only agent I would call if I need to sell my home is Nicole Spellman Group. Go online, NicoleSpellmanGroup.com or just Google Nicole Spellman Group. Yeah, this thing's on. Welcome back to the Moon Griffon Show. Mark Pope in for Moon and uh, patiently waiting on the line has uh, been James from Monroe. So let's take him from past tense to current tense. James, welcome into the Moon Griffon Show. Thanks for calling. You had a comment on uh, the Pope Francis that we talked about in the last segment? Uh, yes, sir. And uh, I understand the empathy that uh, for same-sex marriage, and I think in a truly free society, people should be truly free to do what they need or want to do. But there's a time and a place for everything. Uh-huh. And I don't think religion is the place to bend what would be God's law. And so as a church, I would not allow for same-sex marriage at all to keep in with God's law. As a country and a free society... Then you could do a separate thing like a same-sex union or something like that to where the state or the country could recognize same-sex couples in an attempt to give a truly free society. But a church that's going by God's laws that he handed down to us, who among men have the authority to bend what is very clear rules given to us by God. Agreed. So place to express it. Agreed and very well said. Okay, let me respond. Mm-hmm. You're, you're confusing the facts. And I'm not defending uh-huh. Pope Francis. Pope Francis is not blessing same-sex marriage. He is, he is blessing, bestowing blessings 
on same-sex couples. He's saying it is not, we are not, we are not blessing same-sex marriage. Well, that goes against church teachings. And there are even those right now out there, uh, whether they're high up in the Catholic Church, cardinals and so on, and a lot of priests nationwide, even with uh, blessing same-sex couples, not marriage, James, he is Pope Francis mm-hmm. not blame is not blessing same sex marriage. He's saying no. It is a sacrament between. It is marriage between a man and a woman. He is saying that. So, but there are still those who disagree with him. So it's kind of a you know a little a tangled. It's a complicated ball of wax. I understand what he's doing, but one church, one priest that I heard said, you know, he is blessing offering a blessing to something that God condemns. And that's kind of, uh, in a nutshell, what you've said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think that type of thing happens, though, because if you had somebody that was on drugs, you could kind of bless them in their life in the hopes that they do better or be better. My only concern would be the way that it is done. If you allow them to come into the church to receive their blessings, then to other outside people who haven't heard the full doctrine or don't understand, it would give the appearance of the church blessing that type of union and could cause confusion. Uh, So uh, I don't think it should be done in a church setting. I think it needs to be clear what's happening. I agree. But, you know, now I am going to make a little editorial comment about Pope Francis. He is very liberal. He's a socialist. He even he even goes into the realm of being a communist. You know, he's all about, you know, charity. That's all fine and dandy. We uh, look, I'm speaking to Americans and we Americans are very, very, very generous people. But uh, Pope Francis is, uh, again, uh, without a doubt, a socialist. And uh, those are, you can have the charity of the Catholic churches. The Vatican, Vatican City, is one of the richest institutions in the world, in the world. So take your wealth and share that wealth, Pope Francis. But you don't, you are not a politician. And and that's what, and, and my comparison is with uh, Pope John Paul. I think he was by far the best. He was conservative. He, he stood... Uh, strong and proud uh, uh, for the tenants in the Catholic Church. And we don't have that now with Pope Francis. And by the way, our societal fabric is coming apart at the seams all over the world, not just here in the U.S., and with, uh, with the, from the likes of people like Pope Francis. And so I agree. You, you've made uh, very good points there, James. Any final thoughts? We have to go to our bottom of the hour break, but... Uh, uh, any final thoughts? Uh, something you haven't said yet, but because uh, you you sound to be a very thoughtful man. Oh no, that, that's just I wanted to just make the comment on that, and I thank you for uh, giving me time to share my opinion, and I appreciate everything that you guys are doing on the air. Okay, well, James, thanks very much. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Okay, you as well. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. Thank you. Yes, sir. Okay, there you have it, James from Monroe. Hey, folks, when you call, be patient. Some people, they call, it rings three or four times, they hang up and call again. It, it, it's not going to change anything, all right? Uh, I, I see the phone here. It is to my immediate left. So be patient. And, 
you know, we have things that we have to do. We have a format here in this show. And in fact, coming up in about a minute and a half, we have uh, what is called a hard break. I have no option to alter that. So there are, there are a lot of moving parts going on uh, in front of this microphone that that you know we have to coordinate. So so be patient. If you want to get on the air just, you know, let it let it ring. It will it will ring numerous times, about 30 times before you will bat 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 get a busy signal. If you get that busy signal, there's too much going on. Can't get to you right then. Then you can hang up and say, well, let me wait and and look at the time. We generally break around 15 after, bottom of the hour coming up, specifically at 28.53. You affiliates get that. (laughs) Then we break about 45 after the hour. And then we break going into the top of the next hour for the news break. So there's a there's an overview on the format. Okay, when we come back, let us I wanted to do a little bit we we talked we started with religion and I'm sure Pope Francis gave a good uh, Christmas message and uh, here our bishop is um Bishop Desatel and he always gives a great great message. So, okay, with that See, we're coming up on our time for the uh, bottom of the hour break. So uh, stay with us. And if you have a thought or a comment, you can give us a call at 844-766-6607. And we'll be right back. Stay with us. I want to make him a good friend of Schumacher Homes. Look, I've been telling you about him for a long, long time. Schumacher Homes is now has a big deal for you. Fixed financing offered and available. Thanks to a limited time offer, you can lock in. 5.875% fixed rate for 30 years. No better time than today to start building your dream home. And that's what Schumacher Homes do. They build your dream home. Your dream home, not theirs, yours. Call them and visit SchumacherHomes.com, SchumacherHomes.com. Schumacher Homes has been successfully crafting affordable custom homes for over three decades. Three decades and a commitment to ensuring a pleasant, straightforward, stress-free home building experience is the key. They start you at the beginning and they walk through the process to your home is a dream home, your dream home. Contact them today, either by phone or going to SchumacherHomes.com. SchumacherHomes.com, schedule your free, no obligation design and pricing meeting. Do it up front. They want to tell you everything up front. Schumacher Homes, SchumacherHomes.com, SchumacherHomes.com. There were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. This is Jeff Landry. Sharon, JT, and I wish you and your family a very safe and Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. This is Moongraphon. 
Hello, Kubo. What have you got planned for today? Come on, this way. Adventure can be found anywhere, but the best place to start is in the forest. It's the most powerful magic there is. Head outside to discover incredible animals. Wow. And beautiful plants that come together to create an unforgettable adventure. <laughs> so grab your loved ones and explore a world of possibilities. Visit discovertheforest.org to find the closest forest or park to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. The entire world watched. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for man. And humanity saw that the sky was not the limit. Achievement. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. This hour of the Moon Griffon Show brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at matthewjames.com. Yeah, we are happy. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, folks. Okay, on the line, the Moon Griffon Hotline, the Matthew James Wealth Management Hotline. Mike on the road. Mike is in Baton Rouge. Mike, thanks for calling. Welcome into the program. Hey, Mark, thank you so much for having me. I was listening to the discussion on Pope Francis. they kind of following this. I was, I was raised Catholic, and I'm, I just consider myself a Bible-believing Christian now. I believe what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, God's Word doesn't change. It, it started in the book of Genesis, and he says, A man will leave his mother and father and be joined to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. And we know the other thing is not natural. It is, it is totally unnatural. And uh, Jesus confirmed it. The Apostle Paul confirms it. He actually calls a man and a wife, compares it to Christ and, and the church. So for centuries, the church also agreed with it. And now all of a sudden, God doesn't change. So when you start changing rules based on society, then you're being a politician, as you just said. And we don't need our Christian leaders to be politicians. And what was interesting is just uh, in March, the church, the, the Roman Catholic Church, brought this issue up, and they studied it and said no. And now a couple of months later, the head of the church comes back and says, yes, it's okay. So uh, it, it has to be really confusing for Catholics. And I know you actually have bishops being dethroned because they are actually standing up for the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just uh, I pray for my Catholic friends that they can stand true to what's really real. Because yeah. as we know, things are changing in this world, mm-hmm. and not always for the good. Right. I think I think is that is it a Catholic term, Mike, to say excommunicated? I, I don't know if that's an yes, exclusive Catholic term, but yeah, they are being excommunicated from the Catholic Church. Wow. Yeah. No. Right. Good. Good points. And. and I think most of the listeners would agree. Yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. Okay, Mike. Thank you. Be careful out there. Yeah. Uh, What is Mike's in Baton Rouge? Uh, He's on the road. What is the worst traffic? That's a whole uh, discussion. If we get on traffic, we're not going to. (laughs) But uh, Baton Rouge, to me, has to take it, Uh, even over New Orleans, even over New Orleans. And but yeah, it's it's quite challenging driving in Baton Rouge and driving on that I ten just from that little sixty mile trek from Lafayette to Baton Rouge. It's like driving the Indianapolis five hundred. The the trucks nonstop whip zip bam wow cut right in front of you. People thinking they're driving a, an Indy 
or, or a Formula One car, zipping around you, zipping in front of you, zipping in between you. Wow. Be careful out there on the roads, folks. Even in our cities, the roads are congested. People do still shop at brick-and-mortar stores. They're out shopping for groceries in preparation for Christmas. So uh, definitely be careful out there. Okay, what, about about five minutes and uh, left um, before we need to break. About seven minutes, actually. Uh, let's see. Let, let's do this. We, we talked a bit about religion. I, I kind of did my little layperson's Christmas message, and we brought up the issue with the Pope. We've gotten a lot of response on that. So... I love my history, and and I love talking about it. So we're talking about religion, and religion and the melding, if you will, of religion and politics. So get this. Back in the early days of our country, a couple of individuals, specifically Patrick Henry and Roger Sherman, advocated for the U.S. government being a theocracy government government by religion and roger sherman was no was no lightweight roger sherman who lived 1721 to 1793 was the only founder to sign the articles of association the declaration of independence the articles of confederation and the constitution he served 1,543 days in the Continental Congress and was a member of the five-man committee that drafted the Declaration of Independence. Wow. At the uh, Federal Convention of 1787, he spoke uh, more times than all but three delegates. So, in other words, he spoke the most. Three delegates... uh, he and three delegates were the spoke the most at this convention, according to historical records. And he was the driving force, was Sherman, behind the Connecticut, Connecticut Compromise. Now, I know we need reminders. What exactly is the Connecticut Compromise? In 1787, the convention met in uh, Pencil, the Pennsylvania State House in Philadelphia, of course, ostensibly to amend the Articles of Confederation, that was actually the first U.S. Constitution. It was uh, in power, if you will, or the document of, of uh, our guiding principles from 1781 to 1789. The idea of amending the articles was discarded, though, and the assembly set about drawing up a new scheme of government, one area of a disagreement between the delegates from small states and those from large states, was the apportionment of representation in the federal government. And I'm not going to read the names here, but we had the Virginia plan or the large state plan, which provided for a bicameral legislature with legislation of each state based on its population. Get this, based on its population or wealth or wealth. William Patterson proposed the New Jersey Compromise or the Small State Plan, which provided for equal representation in Congress. Neither the large nor the small states would uh, yield. Ellsworth and Sherman, among others, proposed a bicameral legislature with proportional representation in the lower house, the House of Representatives, that's what we have now, of course, and equal representation of the states in the upper house also called the U.S. Senate. 
All revenue measures would originate in the lower house, and uh, that compromise was approved on July 16, 1787. So there you have it, definition of the Connecticut Compromise. When was the Constitution ratified and became our official document of governance? June 21st. 1788. So, yes, some some very interesting uh, things have happened in the course of history. And remember, I started this, gave a little blurb on Roger Sherman, and then defined the Connecticut Compromise, which Sherman is known for. But remember, Patrick Henry, a fairly well-known name with our founding fathers here in the U.S., Patrick Henry and Roger Sherman advocated for the U.S. government to be a theocracy. Bad, bad call. Religion is a good thing. Spirituality, in my view, is a better thing. Religion is to blame or is the cause for a lot of some of the problems and a lot of the wars in this world. So religion can be overdone. And has its flaws. Not, I'm not running down religion. I, I am a believer. I'm not an atheist. I'm not an agnostic. But you have to be you know, careful in your application of your religious beliefs. We are a free country, and we must remain tolerant because we think it is the best way. And look, the whole thing with this blessing of same-sex couples. Pope Francis is not, he's, he's not my favorite. I have lots of criticism of Pope Francis, but he's not saying bless same-sex marriage. He's saying no, same-sex marriage is not recognized by the Catholic Church, but we must be charitable and kind and empathetic and patient and understanding. And I understand what he says there, but there are the traditionalists in the Catholic Church and Catholics in general, who disagree with the Pope. And so there you have it there, kind of a a definition of uh, religion and uh, the division of people. So, but we live in a a great, great country, uh, although our our current government in Washington, D.C. is doing its utmost best to try to as Barack Obama said, fundamentally change our country. And they it seems as though they are trying to destroy it. And, and we're going to talk about that as we go along. I was, I was short, uh, making a short list of all the Biden issues. And the, the main issue, issue number one, is giving away the candy store. Our current national debt, folks, you, you can get any, anywhere from 32 trillion, 33 trillion, have to say it each and every time. That's mind boggling. The most common number is somewhere around 34 trillion. We just don't know. And it's changing right now as we speak. And Biden is not solely responsible for that. Yes, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, Donald Trump, yes. But Biden has just piled on, and he has, he has no common sense. He's a puppet. He says what he's told. If he can read the press, 
you know, God bless America, and you know the rest. Land of the people and home of the ravenous. Oh, yeah, you know the rest. He really does. I, wow. I, in my lifetime, without a doubt, he is the most incompetent president we've ever had. And he's running this country in the ground. Uh, giving away money to for the student debt loan forgiveness, giving away money to illegal aliens, spending money on this green nonsense, money that we don't have. And you know what? He can't just, he's tried. He tried to do that student loan forgiveness on his own, and the Supreme Court slapped him down. So he tries to spend money on his own, but he needs the blessings of the U.S. Congress. And so they carry a lot of the blame, too. They approve his nonsensical projects. Many, many people say our our U.S. Congress is the problem because they have the power of the purse. They can rein in what the president does. And speaking of conservatives and Generally, you say conservative Republicans, or as Biden calls us, extreme mega-Republicans. They, too, are largely to blame. Why? Because they lack a spine. They are spineless. Mealy-mouth Mitch needs to go. His time is up. He's done. He's a good old boy. He goes along to get along. There is no fiscal responsibility. It is only a select few who have that fiscal responsibility. Our Mike Johnson, who I'm very proud of, he's trying. He doesn't have a magic wand. He is not the president. He is not a king. He can't say, I therefore decree that this, that, and it doesn't work like that. You've got to get people to agree with you and vote with you. The art and the science, political science, what an oxymoron. The art and science of politics is compromise and being a good negotiator, a good, quote, people person. And I think Mike Johnson, you see, he's very soft-spoken. I mean, he gets some, he gets some passionate about him, but I think that the side of Mike Johnson we don't see is the one who goes to his colleagues, whichever side of the aisle they're on. And let's face it, we're a two-party system, Republican and Democrat. Bernie Slanders, one of the few independents in the U.S. Congress, Senator Bernie Slanders. And, and what does he call himself? A Democratic Socialist. But we're, we're a two-party system. And I think Johnson, Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House from Louisiana, makes an effort to reason with people on both sides of the aisle. I, I, I wish he was more, had more power and authority, but his, his power and the magic and the art of what he does is dealing with the people, building coalitions. First thing he's got to do is get the Republicans to vote with him. And by the way, did you hear that Congress recessed for the holidays till the new year? 
and this whole situation about aid to Ukraine and aid to Israel has not been resolved because Mike Johnson put his foot down and said, no, no aid will go to Ukraine or Israel until there are solutions proposed to solve the, it is a crisis. We talk about the climate crisis. What a bunch of propagandistic nonsense. The crisis is along the southern border. Yes, I want immigrants in this country legally, legally, not illegally. Biden has taken in nearly 10 million illegal aliens from the time Ellis Island began to to present. No, to the Biden administration, 12 million legal immigrants came into the United States of America. Now Biden has let in 10 million immigrants illegal aliens and they are they are robbing the bank they are hurting this country you got yes you have some good honest hard-working people there's no doubt about that but you've also got a very bad element and it's not a very small minority it is a significant portion of of the illegals coming in. You got terrorists coming in here. How many of the Hezbollah or Hamas terrorists have come into the United States? We don't know. They are here, though, because of Joe Biden and, and uh, Alexandria Mayorkas, whatever. I know he's Mayorkas. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. They're totally incompetent. All right, well, let's take a final time out and be back to wrap it up here on the Moon Griffon Show. Mark Pope in for Moon. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Stay with us. From the humbling beginning, Dino Hardwoods is strive to provide superior service and quality products for their customers. Hey, I know Charles Altman. He does a great job. If you're looking for lumber, Dino Hardwood stocks a large selection of domestic and import hardwood lumber in Cypress. You ought to see that stuff. Exotic lumber, they got that as well. Trust in Dino Hardwood when it comes to your exotic lumber needs right now. Molding, plywood, paint, and L products, they are ready for you. They got three great locations. Their corporate office is right here at Bruce Hall, Louisiana. There's an office in Shreveport on 2801 Valley View Drive and one in Tyler, Texas, 12492 Highway 155 North. Hey, if you're looking for something different and something new and somebody who will service you, it's Dino Hardwoods. I'm telling you, don't forget Dino Hardwoods. DinoHardwoods.com. DinoHardwoods.com. Great locations. They can service you. They can deliver. DinoHardwoods.com. Check out this great Louisiana Company. Folks, if you get a chance to be in Shreveport or Baton Rouge, New Orleans, you know, and you haven't checked out Superior Grill and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy Everybody that I've sent there really enjoyed the great taste of Superior Grill. They love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill and that salsa and that queso is all so good. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go 
as usual. Line Avenue and Shreveport, Government Street and Holland Road and Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue and New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So, hey, check them out. If you're headed that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. Every. Welcome back to the Moon Griffon Show. Forgot to press my button there. That would that would be helpful. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, everybody. Um, so this is a great a privilege. It's always a privilege and honor for me to substitute for Moon. And uh, I, I tried, I said this early on this hour, I, I try to follow uh, his style somewhat. I'm my own person, no doubt about that. But um, one of the things that you hear Moon talk about a lot is... Spending the federal money, more money, more money, more money. And the general statement is, whether it's on a local government level or a state government level, the general comment is, well, it didn't cost us anything. Wow. And you regulars who've heard me talk about this, you know my response to that. Where the hell are you from? Czechoslovakia? Didn't cost us anything? Of course it did. It cost us national debt. We need more people, courageous people with a backbone, with a spine, and common sense, like Scott Walker in Wisconsin. He had a lot of this green nonsense when it was in its infancy. Remember, they've tried this before. They the extreme communist Democrats, and it failed. And it was because of people like Scott Walker. They came there and said, hey, uh, Governor Walker, we uh, we got a high-speed rail for you. You know, Milwaukee's a pretty uh, tight metropolitan area there. Let, let's build a high-speed rail. No, not no, but hell no. Get out. That's what we need. We have no courage. And we have no patriotism. And we have no common sense. They take the money and they spend the money. Absolutely incredible. And so that's what we're going to talk about next hour. I'm going to give you a little local story about something that happened in Lafayette. About uh, mo money, mo money. We have we have good people like Blake Miguez in the uh, legislature. Blake was a member of the House of Representatives. He was elected no problems whatsoever to the Louisiana Senate. And Blake says all the time, we spend too doggone much federal money. And it's true. We And we accept it. We need to turn it down. And the federal government needs to turn it down, meaning they need to stop the spending. Do you want to send your money to Washington, D.C., where you got a bunch of drunken sailors? No offense intended to the drunk to sailors. But a bunch of irresponsible dunderheads and knuckleheads in Washington, D.C.? No, I'd rather control it on the local level and the state level if we have responsible people in, in government. That is the huge challenge. Okay, we got a break. See you on the other side of the news. Spoiled supermarket. A show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show. And here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL. News Talk. 
96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. An American kidnapped by Hamas, now dead in Gaza. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, and Israeli hostage family group reports Gadi Haggai, who's also an Israeli citizen, has died. His wife Judith, who was also kidnapped in the October Hamas terror attack, is believed to be still alive among the 107 hostages in custody in Gaza, where the war still rages. Israeli forces telling residents of yet another area of central Gaza to evacuate as it focuses on one more Hamas stronghold. It's also increasing its troop strength in the south for that tricky part of the war. Fox's Greg Palcott in Israel also reports the number of Palestinians killed tops 20,000. According to the Hamas-run health ministry, there there are over 50,000 injured there, many of them women and children. Three quarters of the hospitals in Gaza are not functioning. The U.S. is taking action to punish Russia even more for its ongoing war in Ukraine. The order broadens U.S. import bans on Russian diamonds and seafood and expands Treasury Department authority to cut off foreign financial institutions from the U.S. financial system if they facilitate transactions related to Russia's military industry. That's Fox's Jared Halbert of the White House. President Biden's commuting to prison sentences for 11 nonviolent drug offenders and also making thousands more convicted of smoking pot or possessing marijuana eligible for pardons. He's also sending the secretaries of state and Homeland Security to Mexico in the coming days as House Republicans demand the president take executive action to stop a new record surge of illegal immigration. Fox's Bill Malugin is in Lukeville, Arizona, where he saw a single massive group of well over 700 people who crossed illegally through a breach in the border wall yesterday. And as usual, they are coming in from all over the world. We had a lot of adult men from Africa. Another gauge of inflation shows consumer prices slowing year over year. They actually dropped a fraction last month from October. America's listening to Fox News. Everybody needs an edge. The other guy is working on his edge right now, whether you have one or not. Testosterone levels are at an all-time low historically, and individual T levels in men decline 1% every year with age. There's a new champion of natural testosterone boosters, and it's called Chalk. C-H-O-Q. 100% natural herbal extracts with game-changing effects on your energy, mood, and focus. Chalk Daily's main ingredient has been clinically studied to boost testosterone 20% in 90 days. Supercharge your masculinity with higher T and a massive boost of energy by taking Chalk's Male Vitality Stack every day. Take the 90-day Chalk Challenge and reap the benefits of the reigning champion of natural men's health with Chalk's Male Vitality Stack. For a very limited time only, Chalk, C-H-O-Q, is giving our listeners a 30% discount with promo code USA. That's choq.com code USA for 30% off all supplies. Join me, Todd Starnes, every Saturday night from 9 to midnight as I sit down with some of the biggest names in politics and give my take on news that matters to you here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. The Joe Cunningham Show has a new start time. That's right. Hey, everybody, it's me, Joe Cunningham, and I want you to join me every weekday at 5 p.m. here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. All of the news and analysis that's important to you right here in Acadiana, be it local, state, or national, going to have that for you during your evening drive every day from 5 to 6 p.m. The Joe Cunningham Show right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. 
Hey, y'all, good morning, Louisiana. Welcome back to uh, Hour 2 of the Moon Griffon Show. Mark Pope in for Moon, so happy and honored to be here with you. And it is the final weekday before Christmas. Of course, Christmas coming up Monday. So Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you, family, neighbor, friends, and remember the reason for the season. So uh, there you have it. And, uh, you know, so I'll, I'm so honored. I get to do the show before Christmas here on Friday, December 22nd. And then I get to do the last show of the year next Friday, December 29th, because we'll be celebrating the new year uh, a week from Monday on Monday, January 1st. 2024. My, 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 how time flies. Okay, so a little story here. I'm going to tell you a national story first, and then I'm going to bring it back home to uh, what is um, a similar situation uh, happening here in Lafayette. And I'll tell you this, uh, I hope I'm wrong, but I'm going to tell the story nonetheless. Okay, so there is a lady who is deceased now. I think she died a couple couple years ago. Her name is Rosa Corey. She's got a book which, which is worth reading. It's called Behind the Green Mask. Rosa Corey, no, no tricks there, R-O-S-A and then C-O-U-R-Y. It is a book worth reading. Miss Curry is a, an avowed Democrat. She is also uh, openly homosexual. She is a, quote, lesbian. And she worked in real estate. She worked for the California state government. And what she saw, so this behind the green mask means we hear, when we talk about, Moon has talked about it, and he's had guests. I've had guests on when I substitute for Moon uh, with this ESG stuff, environment, social, social justice, and governance, ESG, and it's public-private partnership. You, The government says you play along with us or we'll get you. We're out to get you. We'll vilify you. You're not, you're not going to benefit from the government. So if you play by our rules, if you play nice in the sandbox, you will benefit. If you don't, we will get you. You're in or you're out. And that is uh, the idea behind this ESG. So... Miss Curry worked for the California state government, and she would she, she worked in the um, rights of way area, if you will. In other words, attaining land for things like uh, building a road and and other such projects. And what she saw was huge, massive government overreach. Now I know California is a a wacko state. And they do things very differently. But nonetheless, she said, I see people's property rights being taken away for unnecessary projects, not things like roads and possibly to build a, uh, a government building, but for these environmental projects. And what she warned against is what's called a regional planning district. And if you form this regional planning district, the federal government is indebted to you. And you can that's how you can rake in the millions upon millions of federal dollars for these, to a large degree, environmental projects. 
in Miss Curry as she went along in her uh, professional career working for California state government and attaining this land and then seeing what it was being used for, she said, no, people's property rights are being taken for something that is not necessary. So it's huge, massive government overreach. So she warned against these regional planning commissions. She said they are formed to execute these these government programs that are uh, many times unnecessary and take away individuals' property rights. That is one of our big benefits of living in this country, property rights. And so I can't draw a, a perfect analogy to Miss uh, Corey. I believe I've been saying Curry, Miss Corey, but we do have such a regional planning commission down here in what we call Acadiana. And so I don't know if we can draw a direct parallel between what's happening with that planning commission here in Acadiana at seven parishes to what was going on in California. But Miss Curry more than just wrote a book. She formed action groups to fight what was going on. And she got attacked by the federal government. She was public enemy number one. And she said, watch out. And so what her book outlines is how to form to keep this from happening in your community. And so once again, the woman, although like she, she honest person has integrity says, yes, I'm a Democrat, but I believe in our freedoms and liberties here in this country. And what we're seeing in California, this is back. I, I do believe it goes back to the 1980s was the time when she, I, I, I think she re- had to resign from her job with the California state government, and then she fought this system. And the things that she saw, the way she was attacked, was just, it's mind-boggling. The book is worth reading, Behind the Green Mask by Rosa Corey. Okay, so the story I'm going to tell you is uh, this past Wednesday I was – in in a meeting in Lafayette, and the topic, we have a new uh, mayor-president-elect coming in to to government, and the topic was, is a public meeting, the topic was economic development. And so, look, I'll go ahead and use the name because I'm going to be objective. It's uh, our our mayor-president-elect is uh, Monique Blanco Boulay. And yes, she is the daughter of Kathleen Babineau Blanco. And uh, it was a a vicious campaign for mayor president. I'm not going there. The people have spoken. Ms. Boulay was elected. But I, I thought I had a notion about what this meeting would be about, and I was pretty much right on. We had uh, the first speaker was an economist from the... Kathleen Blanco Public Policy Center. And he talked about the changing trends in business and industry in Lafayette. And, of course, the oil industry has gone down. And so he talked about that for quite a while, and he kept that slide up, the first slide up for quite a while. Then when he went to slide two, he he very quickly hit the, the change button. So that slide only stayed up a second. 1.2 seconds. 
very brief, purposely slid past it because the headline, as best I could tell, was Climate Action Plan. Climate Action Plan. And there was a big logo of Shell. Shell has bought in, Shell Oil Company has bought in big to this ESG stuff and trying to get us all, we Americans, driving electric cars and the whole alternate alternative energy thing. It is still a very small percentage of the energy we use. So this is what I heard. And by the way, as he's talking, he says, remember, ESG is the, quote, sustainability model. It has three components, environment, social justice, and it used to be economy. They changed it to government under Biden, ESG, when they started foisting this on the, on the federal, on the, on the people, on we the people. So what I heard from this economist was, you know, they want to build up downtown Lafayette with mixed-use buildings. And what that means is a business on the ground floor and residents living above. We can, we can bicycle and walk everywhere if we had this utopian world. It's, it's the model. It, it works in Europe because they have whole, a whole lot less land than we do. So it, it's been the reality of living in Europe for a very long time as opposed here. So some academic got a hold of that and said, hey, that's a good idea. Let's, let's build these high rises and we can have people living on top of each other and let's limit land uses where people can build, uh, it's called a you know, single family residence. The, the uh, sustainability or ESG model does not like that. So what I heard toward the end of this economist's presentation was um, that he's got workers working for him at the uh, Public Policy Institute at our University of Louisiana, and he says proudly, and they don't even have a car. They live in downtown. And I thought, what does that have to do with economic development? Well, it, 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 it fits the model. Because what we're told is there's pent-up demand for this type of living. And housing is high in Lafayette. And I heard a lot of this, you know, academic speak. But what I did not hear is Lafayette is a mature city. We are a very small parish. Very, one of the five smallest parishes in our state. And we've got over a quarter million people. And so we're running out of land. So supply and demand, real simple, supply and demand. When there's a limited supply, you're going to pay more because there's a high demand. And we're running out of places to build uh, homes and apartments. They're still out there, but they're, they're costly. And never heard that. Nobody said supply and demand. And so the big push is with economic development, we need infrastructure. And if you're going to build up downtown Lafayette, it's the, the sewer system was put in many, many years ago, and it was, uh, it, it was, we, it is undersized right now, but they want to massively compare to what the underground, which sanitary sewers are obviously underground, they want to expand it. And it's going to be very, 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 very costly because they want residents living in downtown. Once again, it's the sustainability model. So how do you do that? Well, you go for the federal money. And how do you create jobs? And this is what I heard throughout the presentation. And by the way, most of the other presenters were from, uh, uh, to a large degree, academics and theoreticians. You go to the feds and say, hey, 
we want to build a solar panel panel factory. That's happening in New Iberia, just uh, 20 or so miles to the east of Lafayette Parish. This carbon capture, and you hear Moon talking about this, suck the air out and push it into the ground to get the carbon into the ground. Solar panels, wind farms, carbon capture. So I'm wondering, is our local government going to go after the millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and more millions of federal dollars, money that we do not have as a country, money that is running up our national debt that can potentially bankrupt our our country. But the attitude is, well, it didn't cost us anything. The money's there. Somebody's going to get it. We might as well get it. And conservatives don't like that notion. So once again, I, I hope I'm wrong But uh, I'm going to repeat it. What I heard over and over and over, build, we need infrastructure, leverage federal dollars. I heard about solar panels. I heard about wind farms. Uh, Essentially, the presentation, without saying one of Biden's favorite terms, the climate crisis, it was about the climate crisis. And it seems as though we're going to try to build our economy in Lafayette, grow our economy, based on the climate crisis, which is totally unscientific. It's a bunch of academics who use computer models to scare the hell out of people. Growing money on trees, printing money we don't have, borrowing, 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 borrowing. And it just goes on and on and on. And we, the people, cannot tolerate that. I don't know how much longer we can last at this rate with Biden and his reckless, out-of-control spending and his weak and feckless leadership. I heard comments at this presentation about, quote, the governors, and they mean Governor John Bell Edwards' climate plan. John Bell Edwards is out of office in two weeks. So what does his climate plan have to do with anything? Governor-elect Jeff Landry is going to come in and overturn a lot of that. But we heard about the governor's climate plan. Wow. So a little more. If you have any thoughts or comments on that, you can call the Matthew James Wealth Management Hotline, 844-766-6607. Look, I hope I'm wrong. I hope there's not plans to go after as many millions of federal dollars as possible and bring them into Lafayette government to spend on various projects. We need to stand on our own and we need to keep, stop relying on federal government. Blake Miguez, one of the best members of the Louisiana legislature, he was recently elected to the the, uh, Louisiana Senate. He did a great job in the House of Representatives And uh, Senator Miguez says over and over and over, Senator-elect Miguez, he'll become official in January, we take in too much federal money, and he's talking about on the state level. And a lot of these grants given out by the state is federal money. We need to stop it. We need to be patriotic Americans. We are Americans first, and it does cost us, and it costs us dearly. So that's my take on that. Maybe a few more concluding thoughts. I saw, thought we had a call. I tell you folks, you got to be patient. All right. 
It uh, No patience here. We have to take a break. We'll be back with more of the Moon Griffon Show. Mark Pope in for Moon. Stay with us. Folks, you hear me brag about a new advertisement. South Star Urgent Care is the name you need to know. Listen, you, you look up, you're in the middle of the night, you're looking, God, where do we go? South Star Urgent Care. They open on weekends, they open at night, they can get you taken care of. If, you got, if you're sick, if you're feeling bad, maybe you coughing, dehydrated, fever, flu, fractures, South Star Urgent Care wants to service you, and they're going to treat you like you want to be treated. They're going to get you in, get you out. You're not going to sit in a dark waiting room for a bunch of times. South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. You know you can register before you go and set your appointment. Hey, it's really cool. These folks at South, South Star greet you with a genuine smile and make you feel very comfortable. Folks, you're looking for the perfect urgent care? It's South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. South Star Urgent Care. It's the urgent care you need. Go to SouthStarMoon.com, SouthStarMoon.com. As parents, we have a lot to be proud of. Our kids are smart, talented, and dedicated, but all of them are at risk. One in three Louisiana high school students use e-cigarettes, and every day, more teens struggle with vape-related problems like nicotine addiction and lung damage. The time to talk to your teen is now, and we can help. Get vaping facts, talking tips, and quitting resources at BehindTheHazeLA.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana Department of Justice. This is Secretary of State-elect Nancy Landry. St. Luke wrote that upon Christ's birth, the heavenly host sang, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. While we enjoy time with our families and friends, let us never forget the true meaning of Christmas, celebrating the arrival of the Prince of Peace and King of Kings. This is Secretary of State-elect Nancy Landry wishing you and your loved ones a safe and Merry Christmas and a blessed New Year. Welcome back to the Moon Griffon Show. Man, I'll tell you what, I, you big dummy. Uh, Ross, I, I, you are hearing me. And uh, I told you we'd be coming back shortly. We are coming back, but we've got like a minute and a half and I've got to take a break. So I sure hope you can hold on. Uh, Ross is uh, holding. And I went long in the first segment. And uh, like I told you folks, there's a lot of moving parts here. When I looked up at the clock, it's like, oh my goodness. So I've got... Uh, just a little bit over a minute, and I've got it, and I can't. It's not going to be uh, do justice for you, Ross, to come on for a minute. So I don't want to cut you short. If you can hold, please, I'd sure appreciate it. Ross is in the Shreveport area, and if he has to go, I fully understand. But uh, he's got a story to tell related to the story that uh, that I told, and uh, it's uh, it's it's interesting. So uh, hopefully Ross can can hang on and and tell us that story. And uh, I had a couple of more concluding comments about uh, I, I don't really know what the plan was. We got a lot of generalities on Wednesday about economic development in Lafayette, but there were recurring themes. Um, and again, it pertains to the, quote, climate action plan, which is huge by the Biden administration. We need somebody to come in and bring some common sense into our government in the federal government 
and uh, somebody like a Donald Trump with a, with a backbone, with a spine. And uh, hopefully we'll get that and overturn a lot of this nonsense that uh, Joe Biden is bestowing or rather foisting on we the people. So uh, we do have to break, take our bottom of the hour break, and uh, we'll be back on the other side with uh, more of the Moon Griffon show. Uh, your thoughts and comments are welcome. Give us a call on the Matthew James Wealth and Wealth Management Hotline, 844-766-6607. Stay with us. We're right back. Merry Christmas, Louisiana. Uh, this is John Kennedy, my wife, Becky, my son, Preston, and I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I know Louisiana's been through a lot of trials over the last year, but we are not beaten and we are not forgotten. Uh, Christmas reminds all of us that God sent his son Jesus into the world because he loves us, and we will celebrate him on the 25th. I hope this holiday season brings you joy and brings you hope for the new year. God bless you, God bless Louisiana, and God bless America. Paid for by John Kennedy for us. At the holidays, I use Cane River Pecan Company gifts to thank my loyal sponsors. Cane River Pecan Company is family-owned, Louisiana company since 1969, and features the premier selection of gourmet pecans in the South. Visit CaneRiverPecan.com and see why pecan gifts are the perfect way to strengthen business relationships and recognize loyal customers. Call toll-free 800-293-8710. Again, the number is 800-293-8710. And ask to have a free catalog sent to you or visit them online at CaneRiverPecans.com. Do what Moon does. That's me. Get pecans from Cane River Pecan Company. Once again, call toll-free 1-800-293-8710. 1-800-293-8710. Hey, I've been doing this for many, many years. Send Cane River Pecan, they'll never forget you. CaneRiverPecans.com. Oh, Shucks, you've been hearing me brag about Shucks. been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, there's shrimp, there are oysters, there's fish, all fresh, Every day, right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to Shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call Shucks. Let them cater the event for you. Or you can go pick it up. Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks. Oh, they're good. LA 2213. This hour of the Moon Griffon Show brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. They came from every corner of the country, from small towns and big cities. But they all shared one thing in common. They belonged to a family called Marines, a tough and determined few dedicated to protecting everything we hold sacred. And still, they come. Celebrate the history of those proud few who have earned the title Marine. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Louisiana needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Welcome back to the Moon Griffon Show. Mark Pope in for Moon. And uh, we do have a caller up who's been uh, patiently waiting. So, uh, you know, it's been so long, my friend, in Shreveport. I, I, I forgot your first name. Steve? Ross. 
Ross, <laughs> yes, Ross, thanks for calling. You're in Shreveport. T- tell us your story about uh, developing downtown in Shreveport, please, sir. Well, over the last years, we've witnessed Shreveport's downtown district turn from a, an incredible party zone. It was just uh, one bar after another, and people were having a great time. And then that started to close down even more with COVID, and, and then the city started developing downtown into apartments, condos. And, you know, everybody thought, well, that's a great idea. And now with just a few people complaining about the noise of the parties that are going on at the bars, uh, the city decided to change the noise ordinance level, the sound level. So now it's 65 in the daytime and 55 decibels at night. Well, when you get 30 or more people in a bar talking, their voices are louder than the music right. at that decibel. Right. So how do you have a dance club? And Shreveport's not really known for partying, but Lafayette is. So how is Lafayette going to deal with the fact that in about three to five years, you won't be able to have a party in downtown? But see, Shreveport went further and extended that decibel level to the entire city. The entire city is now in a blanket decibel level. First offense is 500 then 750 and $1,000. And you can get those three tickets in one day yeah. if you continue to party. Wow. And so there would be no outside loud birthday parties or Fourth of July parties that they could get you for excessive fireworks. Uh, they could further extend it to high school football games because we all can hear Bird High School their marching band, I can hear them 10 blocks away. Well, you also mentioned church, church gatherings. And then there's can churches. Be, yeah, if yeah. you've ever been to Alexandria and, and heard the Pentecostal church in Alexandria, you can hear it a good seven or eight blocks away from the church for hours. You can hear them praising God. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah, It's yeah. an amazing sound to hear Alexandria light up with the right. sound of the church. <laughs> but if the decibel level is implemented on the churches, then they'll shut down the sound level of the choir and the congregation. Yep, yep. It sounds like and Ross. So then you have a separation where you can see the church, but you can't hear the church. You can see the football game, but you can't hear it. Right. You can see the bar, but you can't hear it. And it shuts down socialization. So people not only are scared to go downtown from the crime, but now they can't go down there and even go dancing yep. because you can't hear the music. Sure, sure. Unintended consequences. And by the way, Unintended consequences. Right, is right on path with Shreveport. Downtown right now is a party zone for the college kids for 18 it to you know, 25-year-olds. And so, yeah, yeah, uh, very interesting. Yeah. Well, look, uh, thanks so That's much, exactly Ross. That's exactly what will happen. Yes, I appreciate ghost town. that input. And then and, you'll uh, lose the economic value of it. Right, right. Have a and great day. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you to you and the family. And so, yeah, Ross has uh, got a point there. And part of the presentation yesterday with uh, developing our economy in Lafayette, support cultural economy. Let me tell you a little story about that. Back under the previous and before the Josh Guillory administration, he's been our mayor president for uh, past four years. He, uh, Miss Boulay, comes in in January. Mr. Guillory's out. But uh, during the, the the predecessor to Josh Guillory, implemented, uh, told the public, it, it was a bait and switch, told the public, and we've got this little plan for you to vote on. It's a jobs plan. And it was uh, something called CREATE. And that comes from the United Nations, UNESCO. That's the uh, cultural arm, if you will, of the United Nations. And they followed the best management of the UNESCO. 
And uh, so what did they did? They took a property millage away from uh, public safety, if you will, public health. They took it wasn't it wasn't that much of a small millage they created for the create program, which is to expand and develop the cultural economy. It only brought in six hundred thousand or so a year. Say only. See, isn't that funny? And it it I talked to people who are artists and musicians, and they said they're falling all over themselves, Mark. They have no idea what they're doing. And so Josh Guillory uh, came in and he eliminated create. All right. And so, again, it's part of the sustainability model. The artist will go along with your plans for ESG, for environment, social justice, governance, or developing the economy. The artists are, to a large degree, generalizing here, liberal. And so you need the artist on board. So let's give them some money. Let's develop the, quote, cultural economy. Well, guess what? Austin, Texas has been doing this a very long time, and they have a CREATE program. Once again, it is a cultural program under the United Nations. Look up UNESCO. It's based in Paris, France, and it's called Imagine Austin. It's their, quote, regional plan. And I read a summary of their, their plan create, uh, imagine Austin, and they have money for the cultural economy. And basically the summary is, I don't have the wording in front of me. It was short, sweet, and to the point. It's a failure. While all this is basically what it said, I'm paraphrasing here. While Austin continues putting money into the cultural economy, clubs and other venues continue shutting down and artists continue leaving Austin because of the high cost of living. So basically, they are admitting that the CREATE program in Austin, the cultural, supporting the cultural economy, has been a failure in Austin. And Austin has a sustainability plan, and they have for quite some time. And so the cost of living with uh, all the high tech and all the bike paths and so on and so forth, uh, you're paying a very high cost of living in Austin. And the cultural economy continues to shrink, even though the efforts of Austin city government were there and they were pumping money into the cultural economy. It wasn't working. At least they had the integrity to state that in their plan. Their their annual report on Imagine Austin so imagine Lafayette. I thought we were unique here in Louisiana, and especially down here in South Louisiana. We call our region Acadiana. And so remember, going but read the book, Rosa Corey, the author, C-O-U-R-Y, and the book is titled Behind the Green Mask. And she tells you about the good and supposed good intent behind these regional planning commissions and then the federal money that they go after. When you go after federal money, you are indebted. You must do A, B, C, and D to get that federal money. And with that comes government overreach, and you start infringing on the liberties and freedoms of the general public and property rights of the general public. I hope that does not happen in Lafayette, but it is something to look out for. We wish our incoming mayor president all the success, but if this is the plan, 
to go after massive amounts of federal money and possibly build another solar panel center, manufacturing plant, or some kind of manufacturing for wind turbines. That stuff is pie in the sky, folks. You cannot run this country on renewable energy. You can, you can supplement the energy, but we need the fossil fuels. But you see, the people that believe in the climate crisis, as propagated by Joe Biden and John Bell Edwards, they say, oh, no, we can't do that. We're all going to die. So what, their esteemed leader is uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? Wow. All right. Let's take time out. Back with more of the Moon Griffon Show. Mark Pope in for Moon. Stay with us. One of my new advertisers, Adapt Concepts AC Service Repairs. Oh, serving all of Acadiana, surrounding areas, and the Gulf of Mexico for over six years. Full-service AC and heating company. Repairs, installation, and preventive maintenance, which is very, very important. Installation service, professional quality services, focus on creating value for you. Terms of certified technician, 24-7 customer service, and free consultation. I'm talking Adapt Concepts. AC service repairs. You want the professionals? You want the best? This is them. Purchase a qualified high-efficient system for maintenance, plus get a free 12-year parts and labor warranty. Wow. Don't you want to know about that? Call them at 337-408-8202. That's 337-408-8202. Or go to the website, adapt-ac.com. That's adapt-ac.com. Are the rapidly changing cybersecurity needs of your business keeping you up at night? Our Convergence was founded by two honest men, respected and faithful Louisiana natives over 20 years ago. The passion for excellence and service led to the growth one customer at a time and expanded to the entire Gulf Coast region. Our Convergence has established a long history of being trusted cybersecurity and advanced technology partners for large enterprise-grade companies, including universities, banks, healthcare providers. Our Convergence also offers the same level of expertise and service to small businesses with no IT staff, none. Give Our Convergence the chance to earn your business by calling them at 1-800-820-9695, 800-820-9695, or by visiting their website, iConvergence.com, iConvergence.com. Let the professionals at Our Convergence get you taken care of, and you're going to feel safe from the changing cybersecurity landscape. Anyway, folks, it's Moon Graffiti. Welcome back to the Moon Griffon Show. Mark Pope in for Moon. We, uh, this, uh, well, this is our last segment. And then you guys will go out and have a most uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, Warren has been patiently waiting. Warren in Lafayette. Warren, Merry Christmas, and thanks for calling in to Moon Griffon. Yes, Merry Christmas to everybody. And, you know, Mark, you're right about the green new money steal because that's what it is. So you're absolutely right. And I would say one word. It's aggravating, but I would say one word to all that recall. But uh, I wanted to touch on the vaccination. Some of the tests came out and said that there was over 1,000 new diseases associated with I think it was the Pfizer vaccination, and I don't know how you could not say that's not a bioweapon, and I don't know why that wouldn't be 
Newmanburg code. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got a point. And, and you know, quite honestly, uh, it, it's a legitimate I- issue, Warren. There's no doubt about that. But it's bottom of my list. All I know is uh, I, I do take the flu vaccine. I've taken it for many, many years now. Whether they're going to try to sneak something in there, uh, I, I hope not. But, uh, you know, I'm done with COVID vaccinations and so on and so forth. And you know what the bad part, the down part of all this? We can't trust our doggone government with the information they give us. Yes, Mark. And you know what you've been saying and Moon's been saying it too, talking about you know, you don't hear health care rationing, but things are being slow rolled, pushed back, all this Medicare, Medicaid, y'all on the right track with it because, I'm, you know, you, there's a lot of money being spent, Mark. There's a tremendous amount of money being spent, but it's not going to the people. You see all these cookie-cutter houses coming up. There ain't no cheap houses. They're coming up everywhere. Nowhere else in the country is housing coming up like this. But I think that uh, when Obama said he was going to fundamentally change America, you know, and he put them rainbow colors over there, and they said, when you're old, we're not going to spend all that money on you. We're going to give you a pill and make you comfortable. You know, I don't even think they want to give you a pill and make you comfortable. They're going to give you a vaccination that's toxic that people are still dropping dead from. And i put it to you like this. I don't trust the uh, medical field whatsoever. I think not only because people have gotten wise and will not take the vaccinations, I think it's going to start going into our medication. We know they're already messing with our food supply. Well, I, you know, and I hear you. I hear you. And, and look, I, I kind of reserve judgment on all that. I understand why you have the thoughts you do. Uh, but, you know, again, uh, wait and see. We just we do have to be ever vigilant. Uh, Warren, thanks for the call. Good information once again. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and uh, everybody out there in Radio Land. Mark Pope in for Moon. We've got about seven minutes left. You know, Warren referenced the Obama administration. Isn't it ironic? He flat out told us. Barack Obama told us they're gonna fundamentally change America, and he tried. And other than Obamacare, he failed. They tried some of these environmental projects. And remember, I was talking about how I hope we don't go down a certain path in Lafayette, Louisiana, with our incoming government. And again, uh, giving our incoming mayor president benefit of the doubt, hopefully we will have some restraint uh, in the money we go after. And so, you know, there's standard things like that cities get. They get a subsidy for their public transit system. Okay, fine. That That's understandable. There, There's a, a community block grant. They all get that. That's fine, but we have to draw a line there with things like that. And, uh, and so here's a transportation-related story. We take in money from, it's you, it's your money and my money, that we pay at the gas pump. And a lot of you pay a, ta- a, t- a state ec- gasoline excise tax and you pay a federal gasoline excise, excise tax. They are both about the same, but something like 18 and a half cents, 18.3 or something like that. And so a certain amount goes to the federal government. Then they turn around and dole that out in block grants to the states for various projects. Subsidizing public transit is one. Okay, fine. I can live with that. So I got a two-part story here. Back under Barack Obama, he wanted to save the world. So he said, we're going to give away millions of dollars. 
I was working for the Lafayette government. At least, I do believe, as best I calculated and asked questions and investigated, about $4.5 million was received by the Lafayette government. What was the $4.5 million for, Mark? Well, they wanted it was environmentally, environmentally related. All right, so we got money to put an energy-efficient roof on our Hyman Performing Arts Center, Basically, it, it's it's an older building. It was built in 1960. Still decent. Heard the Acadiana Symphony Orchestra play there a couple of weeks ago. Energy efficient roof. This is money from the federal government. Okay, fine. Automatic lights in office buildings. Really? We need to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on that? Can't. What happened to people turning on and off the light as they leave the room? Don't you do that at your home? Oh, yes, but people are too busy during the workday. But again, it's to save the world. And the third thing that we spent money on in City of Lafayette, LED traffic lights. A number of those were changed. We've got thousands of traffic lights in, in Lafayette. All right, but we're not done. Then gasoline cars were convert, converted to compressed natural gas. I drove one. I I did not have one. I was able to keep my truck because I had to go out on various sites. I needed a truck. They didn't convert any trucks. They put this huge tank in the trunk for compressed natural gas. You lost your trunk. You lost power. And these weren't overly powerful cars. You lost power. You lost range. You had virtually no range with the compressed natural gas. And the federal government paid to put a compressed natural gas fueling system. Our public transit system in Lafayette runs on compressed natural gas. The compressed natural gas station has been nothing but a major headache. And you, the public, can go stick a credit card in and fill up your vehicle on compressed natural gas. There are virtually no compressed natural gas cars out there. Again, our city buses run on on that. But the fueling station has been nothing one problem after the other and that goes and i retired almost seven years ago and i saw the problems for the two and a half three years end of my career going back to like 2012 so for over a decade that natural gas and but again but all it was was federal money and it didn't cost us anything and it was a failure Nobody wanted the compressed natural gas cars. And here's the kicker. So to get more cars to get the government to get the maximum amount of federal money, the uh, administration, the managers in the Lafayette government went to the Lafayette Police Department and said, hey, guess what? We're going to convert, I think it was about a dozen, a dozen of your patrol cars to compressed natural gas. And the response was from Lafayette City Police, no, 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 no. You lose power. We lose range. We can't be stopping to fill up every two hours with compressed natural gas. And it's a slow process. It's not like opening the the, uh, the spigot on the gas pump. And, and in two minutes, three minutes, your tank is full. A 22-gallon tank is full. It's a very slow and tedious process to refuel compressed natural gas. So what happened to the police cars that were converted to natural gas? They sat in the parking lot and nobody used them. But it didn't cost us anything. 
So those millions of dollars, and there are hundreds of cities the size of Lafayette, Louisiana. So how many billions of dollars did Barack Obama give away with this compressed natural gas program and this energy efficient program? But it didn't cost us. It's just your tax money and mine. Don't you know money grows on trees? And if we run short, we'll just print some more or we'll go to China and borrow some more money. So you have to be careful. The, uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And th- that was, I think it was about $4.5 million that Lafayette government took from the federal government. And a large chunk of that was for these compressed natural gas, converting gasoline cars to compressed natural gas. And it failed. We had to tow cars back. They shut down. The mechanics were not trained to work on an engine which runs on compressed natural gas. And converting the cars cost a lot of money. So millions of dollars, and it was a failure. So you got to be careful in how you spend the people's money. So look, uh, we wish, uh, hoping and praying for a more sane state government coming in office in January hoping we can change our leadership in Washington, D.C. in 2024. And uh, we wish all the luck and success to our incoming Mayor President in Lafayette, Monique Blanco-Boulay. We truly hope she succeeds. Uh, We all love Lafayette and want to see things uh, get better. So uh, there you have it. Look, that's the show, folks. It is Christmas time, the most wonderful time of the year. I can tell you this. There are still some knucklehead men that wait till the last minute to do their shopping. You can't order stuff online now. Guess what? It's not coming in by Sunday. It's too late. So you've got to go out to the brick-and-mortar buildings. People are out shopping for groceries and running errands. The traffic is out there. Don't stress out, please. Deep breathe and meditate. Uh, Keep it on KPEL. And uh, just take your time It's not worth the few seconds you're going to save to take a risk out there on the road. So Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, Moon will, no, Moon won't be back next week. I think he's off all next week. I'll see you next Friday, December 29th. Merry Christmas, everybody. Show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL. News Talk 96.5. KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Pardon my drugs. I'm Therese Crowley, Fox News. President Biden will allow thousands more people convicted of marijuana use and possession on federal land to be eligible for pardons as he commutes nearly a dozen nonviolent drug offender sentences. Had they been sentenced under current guidelines, each of the 11 clemency recipients would have been eligible for reduced sentences, a White House official says. Each of the individuals were convicted of nonviolent drug offenses and sentenced to decades in prison, in some cases mandatory life terms. President Biden says the sentences he's commuting are disproportionately long, and he's taking additional steps to make the promise of equal justice a reality. One such step is a proclamation pardoning simple possession and use of marijuana under federal and D.C. law. The president says no one should be in a federal prison or a local or state prison solely for possession or use of marijuana. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Holiday week travel plans for top Biden officials south of the border. Fox's Rich Edson. The White House says President Biden is dispatching Secretary of State Antony Blinken 
DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas in the coming days to meet with Mexico's president to address this massive surge. Congressional Republicans maintain the president has enough authority on his own to mitigate the surge. Officials say they agreed they needed more measures to curb migration flows so the countries can reopen key border crossings. As the White House and Republicans negotiate billions in funding for Ukraine, Israel, and border security, Democrats and Republicans are blaming each other for the massive surge at the southern border. Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick tells Fox. This president is cold-hearted. He doesn't care about what's happening to American citizens or those coming here. This is, this is something our founders never anticipated. They mm -hmm. never thought we'd be invaded by civilians. House Speaker Mike Johnson asking President Biden, urging him to take emergency executive action to close the border. America is listening to Fox News. Everybody needs an edge. The other guy is working on his edge right now, whether you have one or not. Testosterone levels are at an all-time low historically, and individual T levels in men decline 1% every year with age. There's a new champion of natural testosterone boosters, and it's called CHOQ, C-H-O-Q. 100% natural herbal extracts with game-changing effects on your energy, mood, and focus. Chalk Daily's main ingredient has been clinically studied to boost testosterone 20% in 90 days. Supercharge your masculinity with higher T and a massive boost of energy by taking Chalk's male vitality stack every day. Take the 90-day Chalk Challenge and reap the benefits of the reigning champion of natural men's health with Chalk's male vitality stack. For a very limited time only, Chalk, C-H-O-Q, is giving our listeners a 30% discount with promo code USA. That's choq.com code USA for 30% off while supplies last. TSA expecting to screen two and a half million passengers just today. With some advice on how to get through security easily, Fox's Alicia Acuna at Denver's International Airport. Two and a half million travelers expected to go through TSA security checkpoints all across the country today. And with this expected to be one of the busiest days to fly, we wanted to help everyone out as they head to the airport. The most common thing that slows down the security lines is when someone has a prohibited item in their carry-on. So we have some do's and don'ts for you. If you are bringing gifts, put them in gift bags or boxes with tissue paper. Wrapped presents are allowed, but if your gift triggers their alarms, it's going to get unwrapped. Go ahead and bring baked holiday treats, but the TSA says syrups, preserves, and eggnog go in your checked bag. And that's Fox's Alicia Acuna, a group representing the Israeli hostages taken by Hamas as a U.S. Israeli citizen has died in captivity and they're still holding his body. The Israeli Hostages and Missing Persons Families Forum headquarters says 73-year-old Gadi Hagai is dead. He was taken hostage with his wife, Judith, on October 7th while walking outside their home in kibbutz near Oz. Gadi is a dual U.S.-Israeli citizen, retired chef, and jazz musician. His wife, Judith, is originally from New York and a retired teacher. She is still believed to be in Hamas custody. While Hamas isn't confirming his death, the hostage forum says of 129 hostages still held 22 of them are declared dead. Their bodies are still being held by the terrorist group. Eight of the hostages still held are U.S. citizens. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. The U.S. prepares to support a new draft resolution in the U.N. Security Council calling for an indefinite pause in the fighting between Israel and Hamas to deliver desperately needed aid to Gaza. The U.S. ambassador to the U.N. told reporters that the U.S. backed the new text. A vote is taking place this morning. I'm Therese Crowley. This is Fox News. This hour brought to you by Restoration One of Lafayette. 
your local expert for water, fire, and mold remediation. Call 337-RESTORE now and let them get your home back to its original glory. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Listening to the best of the Moon Graffon Show. Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. You're looking for that key generator. You better get it before the winter gets in here. So that way, if a big, have a nice storm, you don't want your electricity to go out. You want to stay warm. You can bless people if your house is rolling. Get that home generator. Sirius Technology. Go to SiriusUSA.com. SiriusUSA.com. Uh, Peter Vadrine has plenty in stock. Didn't have a big storm. It was a dry summer. Plenty in stock. Can come get you taken care of. Why wait till you know a storm's brewing when you can get your generator at your house? Because it takes a little time. It takes a couple weeks to get it in, get you fi- fixed up. Because uh, you, you don't know what they have to do. Cause they got to use electricians, plumbing. Sometimes people to, to lay a little concrete like they did for me. But uh, let the professionals at Sirius Technology uh, get your generator. And by the way, if you didn't got, get a home, if you didn't get a, a contract to come in and fix your generator, one of these service contracts, they're awesome. I mean, I'm so glad I bought that. Service contract is what you need. Let my friends at uh, SiriusUSAToday.com, doesn't matter where you bought the generator from, let them come in and get you taken care of. All right, so we had big election, Paris president. Uh, congratulations to uh, Miss uh, Monique Blanco Boulay. I said it right? I got all the names right? Okay. Uh, oh, Monique Blanco Boulay. Okay. Did I say it right? I think you said it the other way, but it's okay. Monique Blanco Blanco Boulay. Okay, I'm used to saying Blanco because she's a Blanco. Uh, And Josh got beat. And uh, no, I voted for Josh. All my family voted for Josh. We were proud to vote for Josh. I'm I'm waiting to see now if Josh goes to jail because if you look at if you look at the uh, the nasty, it's one of the nastiest, filthiest campaigns I've ever seen in my life against one person. Uh, It was as nasty as anything I've ever seen in my whole life. And you'd have thought Josh is a corrupt and gone. But if he's corrupt, he ought to be going to jail with about 10 minutes. Huh? They, 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 are they bringing him to jail before he gets out or after? And then, and then this squirrel politician that was with Blanco jumps out there and says, he, what did he say, purged himself. And they do it right in the middle of early voting. It's just stuff like that that really makes you mad when you look at what happened to the election. You know, Lafayette, and, and you can say what you want, folks, I love it here. Love the parishes, love everything about it. Somebody's going to take this personal, but you can take it personal. I love living here. I ain't planning on going anywhere. But, you know, we, we, we kind of are laughing stock now because we put a really big Democrat in that office and Republicans are winning everywhere. She's a Republican. Okay, whatever you say. Uh, 
you know, the, 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 the liberal elitists in the city, and, and I consider UL part of that, uh, man, they, they want to own, they want to own it and they own it. They're going to own it after the first of the year. And they, and if I look around at almost every city in this country, that's really by itself. Uh, when woke gets in, they own it. And that's, that's what I see. We're headed to woke. Uh, the, the first thing they got to do on the way is they got to get the parish, get rid of the parish. They got to drop us bums. There's no good people, no good for nothing people that live in the parish. And I'm one of those no good bums that live in the parish. They got to get rid of us first so they can really show you how to run a city. They really can raise taxes when they want to raise taxes. So I won't ever understand this race for as long as I can live. I, I just will never understand. I still hadn't met one person yet that voted uh, for Boulay. I hadn't met one yet. I'm sure they're out there. They had to be. And I just, I looked at it, all these conservative places, what we've done all over the state of Louisiana and the heart and soul of Lafayette, where a lot of people think Lafayette's one of the most conservative places. And it is. If you look at the outlining areas that go along with it, it is. But the heart and soul in the city, man, that, that's, that's as liberal and woke as anybody else in the country. Get mad at me all you want to. Look, I'm I'm an I'm really kind of an outsider looking in, Brandon. I only been here less than ten years. I saw that when I first got there. I said, man, as conservative as the people are here, and as nice as the people are here, I wonder why there's so many big libs that live here, and they got the person they wanted in, and that's what I told you about. Let me ask y'all a question, Brian. Brian, I'll ask you. You you don't you don't have to answer. Okay, no. Let's say we had what I think. <clears throat> We need is term limits. Okay. And term limits were also for parish presidents and mayor. Which we have them. We do okay. have term limits for the parish. Not, I'm sorry. Maybe back. I'm not term. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. We had closed primaries. Okay, closed primaries. And closed primaries <clears throat> for, was for all the state, statewide, all the local elections. All of them were closed primaries. Do you think this outcome would have been the same? That's a hard. Honestly, I think so because. I think that bottom line was people just didn't turn out to vote for Josh. Like, okay, if you look at the no, there were no areas that really switched over. You know, like each area that was designated as hot spots for those two candidates went out and supported those candidates. The issue was more people showed up in those spots in in her the spots. City voted for him. And the city voted for Powers. And the and one just the city. It was like Karen Crow, which is, um, you know, Karen Crow voted for her as well. And so what I'm saying is like... Andrew Crow's got a lot of Democrat minority people. In it, they so do. I expected them to vote for him. They do. And, and I get you on that. But to, you have to also keep in the account, there's a lot of infighting in the Lafayette Republican Party members that a lot of them felt like Josh abandoned them. And I'm not saying they're well, right, but they felt like okay. he did. And they went and supported her. As a way to well, say, that, hey, we're getting back at that, you now. But you're always going to have that in a closed <clears throat> primary. Yeah, but it's bad in here in Lafayette. Primary, in a yeah. closed primary in the mm-hmm. parish, she's not even close. Okay. She wouldn't even have been close. I don't know. Well, I'm trying granted, to figure. I'm trying to wrap my head around how Johnny, it would change, though. It would be just Republicans voting. Yeah. And it would be a Johnny-come-lately Republican. She would get waxed in a closed primary. She'd have been waxed. Okay. 
So then, but, if, so again, then how in a clo- closed primary? Now remember, in a closed primary, you got all <clears throat> yeah. the parish, all the city, okay. only Republicans voting for it. Yeah. You're always going to have the Republicans you're That's talking about point. are the same ones yeah. that got Bill Edwards elected. I got they you. Don't, they only Republicans in name only, Brent. They don't give a rat's rear end about the city. Yeah. They don't care about the parish. They don't care about anything. And I can name some of them, and you could too. So let me ask you this: So if you have a closed primary. Then what if no Democrats run? He just would win the primary and then win the overall? How does no, that work? Oh no, oh no. What it does is it's gonna be a Republican Democrat, but mm-hmm. a third party person can run in the general election. Okay. So but but when you got all Republicans, yeah, you got a big fight going on just like you saw, Brandon. Yeah, I get it. But I think more conservatives would roll over and I can name a person, <laughs> it's a lady who has put people out there to run. Uh she was one of the main ones behind Hogan Hogan Hogan. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. And somebody like that is is getting beat in every election, so they win one, they win one election, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I I don't you know we'll see what happens, but when they separate the parish from the city, some parish people are saying good riddance, <laughs> we're good to be gone, but but the city is going to be a different city, mm-hmm. it's going to be a different city. Uh, there's no way she makes it out of Republican primary. Now she's now I get what you're there. saying. Now that is what she does though. Yeah. She would have ran as a Democrat at that point. She would not, and I think having an R by name, remember the guy that called in and said, I don't know who the Republican to vote for, the one's corrupt. You don't have that no more. Yeah. We know who the Republican and Democrat. And Brandon, I'm looking at big picture. Democrats got smoked everywhere. Yeah. And the only ones that won had to change the Republican. And and uh Miss Miss uh Boulay yeah. did. She and changed if you the run Republican. as and if you run as a Democrat, she's right, gonna lose she's, some Republican that, that's voters. All I'm so I think I in a closed it. primary, yeah. she gets beat bad. And if she ran as a Democrat, a lot of people wouldn't vote for a Democrat. I'm just telling you. Josh, it was no doubt the people that got mad at Josh were mad at Josh. Mm-hmm. But I don't ever count these radical leftist Republicans as people were mad at Josh. They didn't vote for him the first time. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. That's, that's probably some. But, you know, it's, it's a race. I'm just telling y'all, this whole state has gone conservative Republican and, and step here. Except <laughs> in, in the beautiful city and Lafayette Parish, and uh, it's it's so good to be at such a great place. I don't know where they think they're going. I just don't know where they think. Raising taxes ain't going to be the answer. Uh, they want a tax. They want a taxing district just for UL if they already have one. <clears throat> right? You had a lot of university behind this. Mm-hmm. You had a lot of university involved in this election. And uh, I never thought about the ta- making the university a taxing district. Oh no, no, no! And you yeah. just, you just. I think what you're gonna see, you're gonna be, you're gonna go, oh my God! Now it's just my opinion. We got to wait and see what happens. Uh, no, I, I congratulate uh, her, but I never seen an election. The the, the a Bessie board election almost got that nasty. Oh, they just both were. I mean, nasty. I mean, just just <clears throat> nasty. Yeah. And so what happens is people say, "Well, I ain't gonna vote for the person that runs the nasty ads." Brandon, the one that ran the. <laughs> The one in the Bessie board that ran the nasty ads got crushed. Mm-hmm. But the one that ran the nasty ads in the other election won. That's just I'm one man's opinion. That just was nasty. But you know, I, and, I, I, again, though, no, I will say, though, <clears throat> and I get your analysis, and it, and, but the bottom line is people just didn't vote. People just, it's, it's still the responsibility of the voter, and they still didn't vote for Josh. Granted, when you looked at the, at the deal, because y'all, y'all broke it down more than I did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the city still outvoted the parish as far as numbers. Mm-hmm. And so remember, you remember on a remember last week, all I ever said about the election, I didn't want to get involved. Yeah. I let I let Boulay and, and Guillory do their things. Uh, when Jan Swift was in there, she called 
be on the end. I said, I'm not interested in doing it. Hillary M. Call, I just stayed out yeah. of it, okay? And I'm going to stay out. But, and I'm staying out of when Boule comes, I'm staying out of it. Y'all, y'all fight that. I'm just one little voter. But remember I said all last week, if you look at early voting, because this is what was told to me, the city's turning out, the parish ain't. Mm-hmm. And the fat lady's warming up the lungs, because I was told that by somebody that understood who was voting. And they said, if it stays like this, this is over. And basically was told it was over for Josh. Yeah. And people in the parish kept their butts home. Now, my little special need daughter went vote. She knew who to vote for. Okay? My special need daughter can go vote. Ask me when we got up. She was up at 6.30 on Saturday morning going, hey, Daddy, when we going to vote? Baby, we're going to vote. Wait for your brother to get up. We're going to take you off. Special need went vote. People in the parish didn't go vote. Got what you deserved. Get mad if you want. We, I didn't get what I deserved. You helped us get what you deserve. So don't bicker if you didn't vote. All you had to do was turn out. Let everybody know what was going on. Several times. You're in the parish. You're sitting at home. Well, once one person I know voted special need, Maddie Griffon. She went vote. Just letting you know that. My special need daughter has more heart than a lot of people. When you don't even go vote and don't turn out and go duck hunting, go football game. It's all gone. Oh, you just good. Come back and let's see what you created. Maybe I'll be way off on this. And I hope I am. Because if I'm way off, then good things will happen. But I'm still waiting to know when they're arresting Josh for all this corruption that I heard about. I saw I'm just waiting for the corruption. I'm just waiting for it to him to go to jail for all this corruption that we're talking about. All right, we gotta take a break. We'll be right back. The holiday season is right around the corner. Give the gift that's hard to wrap but easy to give. Give them a steal. Visit your local steel dealer or go to steelusa.com forward slash gift guide. This Christmas, join me, Shannon Bream, anchor of Fox News Sunday for a Live in the Bream, the Spirit of Christmas special. In this hour-long special, I'll be joined by fellow lovers of this miraculous holiday season as we celebrate the true spirit of Christmas, from the birth of Jesus Christ to the infamous journey of the wise men, onto how the holiday is enjoyed across the country today. I hope you'll join me this Christmas on Fox News Audio. Christmas Day from 11 a.m. till noon here on News Talk 96.5 KPL.